Game of the Year. It's that time of year again where we are going to talk about which games are up for Game of the Year, which games we think are going to win, and which games we think are not going to win. Coming at you as soon as we get started. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Crossfire Faith and Gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Russ Dornish, alongside my two hosts, the Reverend David Petty and, of course, Brian. Uh, David, how are you doing today? I'm good. Finally got over COVID, uh, tested negative twice, so back Ooh. alive, feeling alive, and uh, yeah, feels good to be is that, not COVID-y. Is that, uh, is that one, two, three? Where, where are you at on the uh, amount of COVID? Uh, I've had, had COVID. This is the second time. Had COVID okay, second. with everybody else in the world back in January of 2022. So. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, Brian, how are you doing? Hopefully healthy and non-COVID-y over there. Yeah, no COVID over here. Uh, I'm excited about today's topic. Awesome. Well, uh, as we said in the intro, uh, today's topic, we're going to be going over, obviously, the Game of the Year awards are coming up in just two weeks, uh, just a couple weeks away, and we've heard the nominations. There's some hot-button topics when it comes to the nominations, but we're going to go over each category, talk about what we think won, but before we do that, we are going to go into the time machine. So as they did in Wayne's World, you, you bring the doo -doo 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 -doo. we're gonna go back to 2021 okay back when we were all just naive gamers who didn't know what was going on in the world and we are going to talk about uh the predictions that david <coughs> and i did way back in 2021 and how we did before we go into our predictions this year and see how well we do so brian this was your idea you jumped back in the time machine so let us know uh what we talked about and uh let us know how we did yeah so i jumped back into the archives and dug through there to find out hey when was the last time we made a game of the year uh you know game awards guess to see uh, how you two did. I actually didn't participate in that one, but I've got the notes for the two of you. So I'm going to jump into it right here. Uh, so first of all, best action adventure, Russ said Ratchet and Clank. Uh, David said Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. The actual winner, Returnal. No points. No points. You were both wrong. Oh, and how would I? Uh, how could I have done that to my beloved Returnal? Which, by the way, I am playing again this week. Like, what are the odds of that? I'm well, back I, in. I think at that oh. point you had not picked it up yet because you were a late adopter on Returnal. You didn't pick it up was right I, on. You were. I, yeah. I thought yeah. I was launched no. Okay. No. because because I have a note here that says Russ's favorite game of the year was Returnal, but he did not guess it for any category. <laughs> oh, I'm so dumb. Okay, let's not make that mistake again this year, guys. Okay, Brian, what what else? All right. What else? If I'm you really, have a favorite game. <laughs> if you have a favorite game, you you might want to actually guess it. Oh, I am, <laughs> I am, and and I think it's going to win a lot of Next. awards, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> That's right. Next on the list was independent game. Uh, you both took multiple guesses on this, uh, so. Russ, you guessed Kana, Bridge of Spirits, and Death's Door. David, okay. you guessed Kana also and Inscription. The actual winner was Kana, so I'm giving each of you a, a half a point. Half a point. There we go. Ooh. I think, yeah, I think what we point. were... I used two guesses. 
Well, I, I think what it was was like what we wanted to win and what we thought was going to win. Right. Because we both really kind loved of, Kena as a as a game. But, you know, sometimes you're biased. You're like, well, I've played this game, so it's obviously yeah. going to win, you know? We'll definitely I, get into that later today. I will I'm sure. say that, yeah, for my game of the year, I have one that I want to win, and then I have one that I know is going to win. Like, that's that's just where it is. All right, the next one you actually made a guess on was Best Performance. You both guessed Jason Kelly in Deathloop. Actual winner was, uh, let's see, it was Maggie Robinson as Lady D in Resident Evil Village. That's right. Oh, It's hard to argue right. with a nine-foot vampire woman. Yes. Pretty hard to argue I mean, with she was the she was the talk of the town back in 21. That's right. <laughs> uh, next was Role-Playing Game. Uh, let's Ooh. see, Russ, you guessed Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. David, you guessed Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm the answer, RPG? didn't play any of the RPGs. Near, yeah, you both mentioned that you basically hadn't played any. <laughs> you were guessing blind. Uh, the answer was near replicant version, blah, 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 whatever. That okay. Is. It's a very yep, long yep. Sure. number. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not, not doing music. well. No. No, so far. <laughs> I mean, these are hard. It's hard. Uh, next one was music. You both guessed Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think with good reason. Oh, I got this. I got this backwards. Okay, wait. I'm gonna go back in a second. Hold on. I'm gonna go back to RPG, and I'm gonna correct my mistake. Near okay. Replicant won for music. Oh. You, oh. Neither of you got that one either. RPG actually was Tales of Arise. Oh, okay. So and oh, David, game you guessed. You play. guessed no guess on the RPG. You actually somehow we skipped <laughs> just, David. Well, I, I think I just said I, no I was, you know, I hadn't I played no any. Idea. I had no nothing to go off of. It was like anyway. My apologies for messing that up, but there were no points anyway. So who cares? Uh, yeah. All right, next uh, sports racing game. Oh, you you both didn't make a guess. You like mentioned this category and then never made a guess. It was Forza okay. Horizon 5, which was like free points, guys. I, I yeah, know. I know. That was free points. Yeah. What was it up right. against? <laughs> oh, it's, know, it's, it usually, it's usually FIFA, NHL, um, uh, like EA, uh, FC, or like yeah. the, the fighting game, and then Forza. I mean, there's always a Forza or Gran Turismo, and they usually win, so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next, we had the family category. Russ, you mentioned, well, you both mentioned that you loved It Takes Two. Uh, Russ, you actually guessed that. David, you did not. I you did guessed not. Mario Party. Oh. It was It Takes Two. Russ, yeah. one point. David. Well, I think at that point, I had that. not played It Takes Two. Because I didn't play it until after the Game of the of the Year awards. Um, yeah. So, spoiler, Final. it's going to win Game of the Year. <laughs> Final. <laughs> Final category, game of the year. Yeah, Russ is right. But but uh, we probably didn't guess Metroid it. Metroid Dread. Oh yeah, no, he didn't. Russ guessed what Metroid. I guess? Dread. Okay. Metroid Dread. David, you guessed Death Loop. The answer was it Ooh. takes two. That's right. Of the year That's right. Year. Can Can I say something? So 2021, that was your game of the year. Like, no offense to those games, but. When we look at this year's Game of the Year awards yeah, and what was and what's up for Game of Holy crud, can we yeah. just say 2023 is probably one of the, if not the best year of gaming across the board. Well, and you got to remember, yeah, 2021 was right after Pandemic had started to affect true. game releases. And so there true. were so many games that came out in 2022 because they just couldn't come out in 21. 
I mean, a lot of people would say now that like Deathloop is overrated. I think it's overrated because there wasn't much that came out that year. And so I think a lot more people were higher on it. Like I played it. It was fine, but it wasn't the greatest thing compared to the games this year that came out. Oh, and and there are probably at least that I can think of off the top of my head, three games that did not get nominated for game of the year that could have been. So we'll, we'll get into that once we get to there, but man. Okay. So uh, what, what, one and a half points for us. (laughs) So final, final, final tally, tally. Russ with one and a half, David with a half a point. <laughs> Russ, you were the Stiff winner, competition. but I'm not sure that, yeah, either of you did that great. Woo! We'll see. Uh, my other okay. note from 2021, my final note from the time machine, David's favorite game of the year that he actually played that was a 2021 game was MLB The Show. Uh, <laughs> played a lot of MLB. He actually said his favorite 2021 game was Half-Life Alex, which actually came out the previous year right okay yes yep that makes sense makes sense that makes sense all of it uh i think all we're right, in for an interesting one the present all right <laughs> okay back to the present we're, we're going back in the present time uh okay. david um we we have some graphics to put up as we go through we we're gonna go through the uh, uh we're not gonna go through every category mind you there's way too many categories and i i would say a lot of them you know we're we're gonna go through the mainstream items and we're gonna take our best guesses, each of them. Um, Brian, do you wanna do you wanna record again? Who guesses what? Um, and keep track of that on like a. You have a piece of paper and a pen. And we'll. I we'll have do a it old school. Ooh, he's he has a spreadsheet. He's, he's, he's prepared. Ready. Okay. No word well, docs for this guy. So, David, you guide us. You let us know what category we're doing. All right. um, show the people at home what our uh, category or uh, nominees are, and then we will go through and pick. And even if you don't have one, just guess. All right. So, so we will do that. So we're going to start off uh, easy or perhaps, uh, you know, with some, maybe not easy, but we're going to start off with a category that is, you know, less consequential. It's not the ultimate hitting game of the year. Uh, we're going to start off with category best adaptation. Uh, so I'm presuming that this is a best adaptation from a game. As I look at the category and it's uh, yep. recipients here from a game into a different media form, either movie or television show. So, uh, up in the best adaptation category. Uh, and I'm going to read these off. I'm going to put the graphic back up on the screen. Best adaptation. First off, we have twisted metal, uh, which aired on Peacock as a series. I completely forgot that existed. So that tells you something about my guess there. Next up, we have Castlevania, uh, Nocturne, Nocturnt, Nocturnt, I guess, uh, which came out on Netflix on September 28th. Then we have the movie adaptation Gran Turismo, which uh, was in theaters. Probably saw lots of trailers for it if you went to the movies this summer. Uh, Second to last, we have Mario Bros. Not to be confused with Super Mario Bros., uh, the old movie that came out 30 years ago. uh, But the one starring Jack Black and Chris Pratt. Uh, And then last... We have The Last of Us. So The Last of Us on HBO Max, uh, now known as Max, the artist formerly known as HBO. Uh, we have The Last of Us. So best adaptation. I feel like this one is probably uh, easy Grand Slam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's It's got to uh, be Twisted quick. Metal, right? 
Uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. So I've seen four of these. Brian, how many of these have you seen? Um, uh, at least one. <laughs> and I already know which one it is, because um, your family absolutely loves this movie. So let's see. Here uh, which which one have you seen? Oh, it's the Mario Bros. movie. The Mario Bros. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and I've seen all of them except for Castlevania, as most people know. I'm not. You've seen Twisted anime. Metal. I've seen a few episodes. I haven't watched all of it. Okay. So um, clearly, you were hooked. Uh, well, I, I, there's just so much TV and not enough time. Okay. There's not enough time in the day. I have lots of shows that I'm like catching up on sure. and it's like, sure. when I have a spare hour or two that I don't feel like gaming. I'll pop on one. Like I just finished up uh welcome to Wrexham. I just finished up. Um, I haven't even started Rick and Morty, the new season, which I love that show. So, you know, that's, that's how my TV watching goes, but, uh, twisted metal, not terrible. Okay. Um, I think it's okay. warranted to get an award here. It's wow. entertaining and it's a little funny. Is it better uh, than the Halo TV net? show? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Okay, well, that's that's uh, amazing. All right. than that. I, that was goodness me. How do you ruin that? <laughs> All right. How So okay. let's let's make some guesses um, here. So Brian Brian, what's your guess? Yeah, my official guess is The Last of Us. I, I feel like okay. this is the Forza Horizon five free points category. <laughs> Yes. All right. I would agree I, with I you. I will I also put a point down for The Last of Us. I think that's going to win. Yeah. I, um, I feel like it is I, uh, a, a, an entire category beyond all the. Like, the rest of them are good. And if The Last of Us weren't in there, it might be a close competition. But I feel like The Last of Us was just so good that it's unfair to these other, these other uh, pieces that they're even up against it. We we talk about 2023 being the year of video games, but like this is the first year that we've got some solid adaptation media for right. gaming. And we've talked um, a ton on this podcast year. about all of the, the previous adaptations, how wild it was uh-huh. that like Pikachu and Angry Birds 2 are some of the best adaptation movies. And now we've got, I mean, we've got tons that are good. Some bangers this year. Um, yeah. I'll go Last of Us as well. That'll be my official. We're going right. to make this easy. This will be a slam dunk category, so. All right. Well, next up we have score and music. So uh, if you guys would sing score. each one of these themes, as I mentioned them, uh, it's best score and music. First up, we have Alan Wake two. Next we have Baldur's gate three. Apparently you have to be a sequel to be in this category. Uh, just kidding. Cause next up we have hi-fi rush. Something I've mm-hmm. never heard of. Uh, final oh. fantasy 16. And Tears of the Kingdom. So Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Hi-Fi Rush, Final Fantasy 16, and Tears of the Kingdom. So that so is the category for I score have, and music. I I have played <coughs> every one of these. Okay. Every one of these games. I have uh I have you know sampled. Um probably the least that I've played would probably be Baldur's Gate 3 and Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, followed by Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Final Fantasy and Alan Wake 2 are fairly close in how much I put into them. And I would say it's going to be between those two. Um, and it, I, who I want to win, because, and again, David, you're still at the beginning of Alan Wake 2. If you get, there is a chapter called We Sing. That's okay. all I'm going to say. 
Uh, it is why Alan Wake 2 should absolutely win music. Um, if you get in between the chapters of each Alan Wake episode, there is a custom song that was written just for Alan Wake. Wow. Okay. Um, from some special artists. So the music is a huge part and atmosphere of the game. Like I wanted to sit in between chapters and just sit there and listen to music. I have literally played the Alan Wake uh soundtrack uh in the background while i've been doing wow. stuff in spotify so alan wake 2 final fantasy is close final fantasy did a great job too of being the atmospheric i will say high fry rush is probably going to be a contender okay. um, because music is a big part of that game um but my vote i'm just going to go for it because i love the game and i i think it deserves it would be alan wake 2 okay brian what about you yeah my vote was also for alan wake 2 okay all right. I think uh, even though I haven't played it yet from what I've heard from everybody else uh, and just from what it seems like it's up for a lot of awards, I think, isn't it the the highest, if not second highest uh, award nominee Alan Wake two is for so many different categories. So I'm going to go Alan the Wake two second. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's the second most nominated game behind Baldur's Gate. Oh, Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll put three points down, I guess, then for Alan Wake two. We're kind of all in. Okay. All right. Next category, we have performance, which is not which game performs better on your system, but which actor gave the best performance. So first up, we have Melanie Libird, uh, which I probably butchered that name for Alan Wake 2. Uh, next, we've got Cameron Monaghan for Jedi Survivor, uh, a game which I don't think I saw in any other category. So it's interesting to see uh, the best performance here for that. Uh, then we've got uh, Idris Elba, which I'm pretty sure on this graphic says Idria Elba, but it's Idris Elba uh, for Cyberpunk 2077. Then we've got Final Fantasy 16 Ben Starr. Uh, then we've got Neil Newbin for Baldur's Gate 3. Then Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man 2. So those are your actors for the category of best performance. Why don't we start off with Brian on this one, since... Uh, Russ, you started on the last one. Brian, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man 2. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. David, you go. I want to go last. Sure. Um, <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard, again, I've heard great things. Haven't gotten enough into Alan Wake 2 to really make a judgment on this. Uh, I thought that Cameron Monaghan was great in the first Jedi uh, Fallen Order. Uh, Idris Elba is amazing in everything that he does. Uh, Yuri Lowenthal is a strong contender there too. So uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, just be the wild hair here. I'm going to, I'm going to throw it to Cameron Monaghan. Why not? I okay. haven't played Jedi survivor yet, but why not throw him some, some love, you know, give the guy an award. Why not? Okay. I think this is going to be one of the categories that like determines who wins this betting, uh, thing, because be. I'm going to go with, Ben Starr from Final Fantasy 16. Okay. Um, probably the biggest thing that they talked about with Final Fantasy 16 was his performance. Um, so I have a feeling that out of all of them, um, I think he's gonna he's gonna run away with it. So okay. There you go. And we're probably all gonna be wrong, and uh Melanie's gonna win it for Alan Wake 2. <laughs> Alan Wake that's 2 will get it on, the, on all that's, of these. That's my backup guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right so next up we've got the category that i have played a ton of uh which is indie game uh, we've got five uh games here for indie game we've got first up cocoon 
Then we have Dredge, uh, which I played and platinumed, uh, or the equivalent of platinum on Steam. Uh, sea of Stars. Then Viewfinder. And last, the other game I've played a ton of, Dave the Diver. My namesake about a guy who dives and makes sushi out of the fish he kills. So, uh, I'll go ahead and go first on this one. I think it's going to be Dave the Diver. Um, I really do. I think that game has been blowing some people away. Uh, and everybody I've talked to who's played that game said it's amazing. It's the third highest uh, or third highest rated game on Steam in terms of overall uh, favorability. And yeah, that's, that's, I mean, out of all the games that came out this year. And it's an indie game. It's cute. So my vote, Dave the Diver. What do you guys think? I'll go next. I uh, I would vote Dave the Diver, except that so there, there's kind of some controversy here in terms of like Dave the Diver is really not made by an indie studio. It's oh. really made by a AAA studio, and I can't on good conscience vote for it, even though I think it will probably win. Uh, my vote would be actually for Dredge. I love the concept yeah. of that. I love solid the different spin on a roguelike. Um, just a really, really cool concept. Really well executed. Great game. So yeah, I'm gonna go Dredge with my official vote. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, Brian, with the controversy with David. I have not that heard that. Everywhere. So now, I, now I feel bad. And, uh, <laughs> Well, it's like a billion dollar studio that is charged for it. People are mad because really? they're like that that's not the definition of an indie game. Like so I because this is a lot of fan vote, I think that's gonna sway it to something else. Okay. Yeah. I think it's between Dredge and Sea of Stars. And I'm actually gonna go with Sea of Stars because I have heard nothing but rave things about Sea of Stars constantly. Um, I also think, unfortunately, the thing with the Game Awards is um, it's what have you done lately? And Sea of Stars is the most recent release out of the bunch that has been kind of getting rave reviews. Dredge being that it was at the beginning of the year when we all played it. Um, I feel like it may not get the same attention. I have to remind people it exists. And then they're like, oh, it's a really awesome game. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go Sea of Stars. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, these are... These are all really excellent games too. I think this category is just low. Well, if I can uh, take back my guess then, um, <laughs> because, well, I, I do think, right. If, if it's mostly fan vote and if that's the buzz that's out there and I did see even just now pulling it up, some articles that, that literally the VP of the company was like, yeah, we're not an indie studio. Like, I don't, you know, it looks and feels like an indie <laughs> game, but you know, which begs the question of like, what are the actual, um, definition Criteria. right is it is it a game that plays mm -hmm. like an indie or is it a game that's developed by an indie studio um so i'm gonna throw my vote back to dredge actually because i love that game and uh, i did not expect to love it as much as i did um you know it's you all probably know it's very hard for me to devote 50 hours to a game and i had no problem devoting 50 hours to dredge it was just a joy every time i loaded it up so david i'm sorry officially David. Diver. putting it and asterisk next to your guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
Next up, we've got the category of best narrative. This is traditionally the game with the best storytelling, uh, the best narrative. So we've got five games in this category. We've got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, some games you've heard of before. Uh, this is the category of it must have numbers in the name to actually be voted for this category because you've got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 16, and Spider-Man 2. So what do you think it's going to be? Alan Wake, Baldur's Gate, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy, or Spider-Man? So I'm going to... This is what I see every year. Uh, this one is one of those that is kind of tied to game of the year, where when a game doesn't win game of the year, it usually wins this one. Okay. Um, and I think that's where this one's going to go. Uh, I think Alan Wake 2 wins best narrative. Um, I, really? I think it is the best story mm. of the year. I have played uh, Final Fantasy. I've played Cyberpunk. I have played uh, Marvel Spider-Man. I love Marvel Spider-Man. Um, I, I think that Alan Wake too is just kind of hit. And the one thing I hear when people play Alan Wake is, um, it's not so much the gameplay that draws you in. Um, it is the story and how unbelievable the storytelling it, it is just insane what they did with that. Uh, I would love to see a TV show made of mm -hmm. the Alan Wake two game. You could literally Call make HBO. a TV show. You could just follow the exact game in a season and you would have gold. You'd be winning Emmys, all that stuff. So Alan Wake 2, best narrative, put me down. Okay. Brian? Yeah, and I mean, hey, with the with the Last of Us adaptation, it's like there's hope that like a good adaptation of this could actually happen. Yeah. But my guess is the same as Russ's for the same reason. I actually thought I was being clever. <laughs> with this reasoning, but apparently two people can be right clever in the same, same way. Two people can be clever. You're fine. We'll see. It probably just means we'll both be wrong. So, but anyway, uh, I'll true. never know. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I will put you, you know, having not played it, but based on what I've heard of it. Uh, and I think too, that, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of great things about Baldur's Gate three. Um, but yeah, I think that might be more of a contender for game of the year. Um, so yeah, Alan Wake too. I'm excited to see Spider-Man in this category at all. Like I thought it was a, a super fun game and I'm only about 60% of the way through it right now. Um, but yeah, the story so far has been great. It's touched on a lot of good issues. Uh, but yeah, I'll throw my vote to Alan Wake too as well. So, all right. So now we're up to the most anticipated. So this is most anticipated and remind me, this is most anticipated game. That's not out yet. Right. So this is correct. It's coming game, up in the next year. Right. So we've mm -hmm. got five games in this category. We've got uh, final fantasy 17 rebirth. We've got Hades two. We've got like a dragon, infinite wealth. We've got Tekken eight and last but not least star Wars outlaws. Uh, I'll go ahead and take a stab at this one first. I think that, oh, that's probably, a, it's probably a toss up. Cause I know people love their final fantasies. Uh, Hades, of course, winning, didn't it win game of the year or, or it won a ton of awards a few years ago. Um, yeah. but I know that people are probably really, really hyped for star Wars outlaws. So I'm going to throw my vote at star Wars outlaws. That's going to be my most anticipated game. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm going Star Wars Outlaws also. Okay. I mean, this is definitely my most anticipated game out of the list. 
So we'll see if I'm thinking along the same lines as the uh, the game awards voters. But yeah, that's that's my choice. Russ, yeah, and what do you I'm, think? I'm gonna go Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, okay. Oh, that's seven. My, my apologies, not seventeen. Yes, seven. Okay. No, sorry, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. That's the uh, second half of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, this is the next part, uh, which has been highly anticipated since that first game dropped. The first game was unbelievable, up for all sorts of awards, hit on every path. And if they're just going to give us the same stuff, but expand and get through the rest of the story for Final Fantasy VII, which is such a classic. Uh, I think it's one of the most anticipated games coming out. People have been waiting years and years and years for it to be announced. And we are finally getting it next year early, uh, early next year. And so I think that's going to win most anticipated. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, last category. Ooh. Drum roll, please. The big one. Okay. Game of the year. We have six games that are up for game of the year. Uh, first, we have Alan Wake 2. Next up, we have Baldur's Gate 3. Then we have Zelda Tears of the Kingdom then Super Mario Wonder, Spider-Man 2, and last but not least, Resident Evil 4. Russ, why don't you take the first stab at these six excellent choices for Game of the Year? So I I wanted to make mention, like I said earlier, uh, getting six nominees was not easy for them. There are a number of games not on this list that probably should be, and in a normal year, probably win Game of the Year. Uh, that would include Hogwarts Legacy, which, by the way, did not garner a single nomination. Mm. Another big controversy right now in the gaming world. Wow. That it did not get one nomination. Okay, That's surprising. Um, I mean, it's not given, yep. I think, the political I think that storm around it. it but I, I do. Yep. Um, but it was I, I thought it was a good game, you know, as far as gameplay I, I, was concerned. I platinumed it. Yeah. Um, not many people did that. It takes a long time to platinum that game. <laughs> That's a big um, game. It is. I gave up um, like 10 hours in. I was like, there's too much here. I can't, I can't play all this. Uh, the other one that Brian <coughs> will probably agree with is going to be uh, Starfield. Obviously, I think a lot of Xbox fans wanted Starfield in this conversation. Not even I in the nominees. Wow. I don't think it's in the nominees just because of how great of a year we had. Okay. okay. Starfield's sure. a good game. I don't think it's a perfect game. I don't think it's an amazing game. I think the games that we see here are pretty darn close to perfect and amazing. Yeah, um, if you if don't have perfect, they are amazing. If if Starfield comes out in 2021, it's up against oh, Deathloop. It, <laughs> it wins all the awards, right. every award yeah. they have. It, no, you're it right. Sweeps the game awards. <coughs> um, bad year, bad year for yeah. it to come out. So, uh, going tough. with these six though, um, I like I said earlier, I was going to say this of like who I want to win. Alan Wake. Absolutely want Alan Wake to win. Um, would have been Spider-Man 2 a month ago before Alan Wake came out, but having experienced Alan Wake, uh, I want it to win because I think that it's just something new and fresh in the gaming industry. But what I believe will win Game of the Year, and I feel like it'll kind of run away with it this year, I think it's really between uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate, and I think Baldur's Gate is going to take it. I think the recency bias of it, I think the fact that while Tears of the Kingdom is a wonderful and amazing game, um, I feel like 
it kind of already got its praise with the uh, Breath of the Wild game already. I feel like it's just more of the amazing greatness. I'm not going to be one of those people that says it's just DLC, but I think that it already got its accolades. There's not much more you can do over there. Um, and Baldur's Gate 3 just came out of nowhere and took the world by storm and is still taking the world by storm. People love yeah. that game. They're spending thousands of hours in that game because of what it can do. Uh, so for me, Baldur's Gate 3 wins Game of the Year. Brian, your thoughts? Yeah, Russ and I continue the like Vulcan mind meld that we've got going here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have I have the same guess for the same reason. I think the fact that it came out of nowhere is like, uh, you know, a really big advantage for that game. Um, I do think the like novelty of it um, and just the surprise of it makes it like enhances its candidacy to win. And I also wanted to touch on, er, you know, earlier we kind of mentioned, we kind of touched on it that like even Starfield would have in 2021 probably one game of the year and it didn't even get nominated in that category this year. Like any of these right. games that are nominated here they would win in almost any other year. So it's it's been an amazing for games for sure. But my guess is also Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I think for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised that a game like Resident Evil 4 gets to be on this list. I've always felt, you know, it's kind of like when uh, Among Us won for, uh, what was it, best mobile game or something, you know, it won some category because it had come out that year on mobile, even though it wasn't, that year's game. And I feel like resident evil four, like, yes, it's a remake. It's a complete redo, but it's like, it's also not this year's story. So it's kind of weird that that's on here. Uh, I agree with your sentiments on breath on, uh, tears of the kingdom. Uh, people love it. It's just more of the same. Uh, it'd be neat to see something like Spider-Man two or Alan wake Two win. Cause I think those are amazing games. Uh, but based on the hub that I, the hubbub and buzz that I have heard from everybody. And even this last week, uh, I was at a, a gaming conference in Texas and, you know, there with 200 other gaming ministry nerds and the number of people that were talking about Baldur's Gate three was just, you know, I would have thought I'd stepped into this. Granted, I didn't play D and D growing up, so I'm not, I don't have the same affection for it, but I see that the public does, so I will also vote Baldur's Gate 3 for Game of the Year. David, do you have a particular game you would want to win? Like, what's what's your favorite out of those? Uh, I, mean, I think based on everything else, um, I feel like overall, what the game... Let's put it this way. From what I've heard and what I've played so far, I think what the game achieved in Alan Wake 2 to be such a great game with such a great story, great gameplay, amazing visuals, which I am always a huge fan of. Um, you know, I've heard good things about Baldur's Gate three visuals as well, but I would love to see Alan Wake two win, but it's not going to, I just don't think it has a chance against Baldur's Gate three with the publics. And here's, here's the other category or the other caveat, right? It's like the Academy Awards. Well, the Academy Awards is not a public driven nomination. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a critic driven nomination. I think if you have critics driving this conversation, I think they're going to choose Alan Wake too. But I think since it's the public driving the conversation, they're going to choose Baldur's Gate three. Well, and one thing that I constantly hear about these nominees too, is um, 
what people would prefer, uh, what I've heard, is um, either a fan, because I don't believe fans get the nominations. You don't get to determine the nominations. You just get to determine the votes. Um, the nominations are determined by um, not the industry itself, but by the media within the industry gets right. to determine the nominees, which a lot of people don't like. They would prefer, and we don't really have an award ceremony that is industry-driven, meaning that the publishers, the developers, the you game know the critics. actual people in the industry, no, outside of the game critics, because that's who okay, yeah. technically gets to kind of decide these things. Um, it's it's the people who are actually within the gaming world. Um, they think that that would do it, but again, that's where the controversy came in of like they think it's politics based, and if it was the gaming industry actually determining it, not the media and all this. It, it's so much, you know, whatever here, there, nor there, whatever. Um, but yeah, I I think Baldur's Gate 3, I'm not mad if it wins. This isn't like a year where it was like, you know, David, we can go back to the controversy of uh, Red Dead Redemption losing to God of War um, in 2018. Yeah. Because I, I know that you are frustrated. And a lot of people I know are frustrated with that. I am happy with it because I do feel like God of War, um, you know, I think it was deserving of it at that moment. Um, but uh, I think that this year when it comes to Baldur's Gate 3, it wins. I'm not mad. Um, I think the only one I'd kind of be mad would be Tears of the Kingdom just because of uh, them already winning with, with Breath of the Wild. Um, and uh, these other games, so many of them did something completely different mm -hmm. and out there. Um, you know, Wonder, Super Mario Bros. Wonder took us back to the old school Mario formula uh, with some nice updates and kind of some fun things that really make it fun to pick up even in the present day. Um, Resident Evil 4, I get it. There's a lot of people that think there's a, a, a controversy with that. I played it. I got the platinum in the remake. I will say it's the best remake ever done of a game. Um, it already won, you know, game of the year way back when in like 2005 when it first ever came out. And they just made it 100 times better than even back then. Um, so I can kind of get why it comes in here. If you're somebody, though, that is like remake should not be in game of the year. I get that, too, um, which is why I don't think it's going to win. It's just nice that it got nominated. But um, I'll still go back. You know, Alan Wake, too, I would love to see something because it is so unique. It is such a unique game and experience that I just I, I would love to see it get its accolades for that. I have to say, um so while, while we were talking here, I pulled up because I'm always curious and I was talking about the critics, right? And I just want to back up my, my thoughts with some numbers and I was actually completely wrong, but these numbers tell you just how good this year's game of the year nominees are. Here are the Metacritic scores. Again, this is based on only critics reviewing, and this is out of 100. Here are the Metacritic scores for each one of these games. First up, we have Alan Wake 2 with a Metacritic score of 87. It's the lowest Metacritic score on the list. Alan Wake 2 gets an 87. Next up, we've got Baldur's Gate 3 getting a 96. A 96. This is like a near-perfect game in Metacritic's eyes. Next up, we have uh, let the Tears of the Kingdom also getting a 96. Okay, so two games getting a 96. Then we've got Super Mario Bros. Wonder coming in with a low 92, right? Again, still in the <laughs> 90s. Like, this is just nuts. Then we've got Spider-Man 2 coming in with another 90. 
And last up, Resident Evil 4, the remake, coming up with a 93. So you've got, out of all of these games, Alan Wake 2 coming in with an 87 is the low scoring, the, the you know, underdog of the competition. Uh, what a year for games. Holy cow. And I think when you look at Metacritic, um, you'll see that, you know, Starfield is in the mid 80s, I believe. Okay. Um, so it would be the lowest on the list, which might, you know, again, lend to why the nominees are what, what yeah, they 83. are. Yep. Okay. And that's what I thought. And then um, Harry Potter <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy. <coughs> if I remember, that one is like a low 80, high 70. 84. Okay. Okay. Yep. And which so we right compare Starfield. back to uh, Deathloop. Deathloop came in with an 88, which is not bad. Um, but definitely, you know, so technically scores better than Alan Wake 2, which is weird. Um, That's insane. That's but, insane. But, you know, it just goes close. to show you that Starfield would be a little bit more in the runnings if it was here uh, two years ago. So, all right. Well, I think that's it for our game of the year. We will have to come back after these are announced, which let's just remind us and remind our listeners when is game of the year awards uh, and depending on my schedule, can we live stream it? That would be a cool. Uh, so December 7th, Pearl Harbor day. Okay. Um, I will probably be around what, uh, yeah, let me take a look at my calendar. We'll, we'll figure that out, but I would love to live stream because we are going to get some announcements. We're going to get some That's announcements right. and just so you guys are out there. If you're not big into the gaming, you know, news and zeitgeist and all of that, um, there are rumors that the time is lining up that we might get the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. I bet we will. That is right. I bet we will. I th- I think we will because they said early December the trailer's coming. Game of the wa- Game Awards right there. Like why not? Um I think Brian you don't you don't think GTA 6? Do you think GTA 6 is going to come then? December 7th? They might. It could happen. I don't uh, know. I, here's the only thing I think with that though. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, that would kind of take away from the award show, wouldn't it? Like that would be the biggest piece of, of gaming. If it is going to break the internet when that trailer drops, it'd be like if somebody got on stage and like <laughs> stood behind the, that, that kind of oh. broke the internet on last year's award show. Wasn't that last year? The guy that yeah, got so up there, they're getting, they, they said they're getting uh, much more armed security this year uh, to I make bet. sure that I nobody's, bet going on stage to say anything. All right. So the game of the year awards will be December 7th at five 30 mountain time. That's seven 30 Eastern time. Uh, it looks like I will be available if we would like to, uh, live stream simulcast, whatever, uh, on our Twitch channel. So. so if you're around, join us on Twitch and we'll see who wins this, uh, friendly wager of $0, uh, for who <laughs> gets the bragging rights for the best guesses. Well, okay. thank you for joining us. Uh, we've got an exciting plan for a show coming up where we're going to talk about, uh, probably on our next podcast, we're going to talk about maybe some uh, possible holiday gifts that you might want to get the gamers in your life. So make sure you come back and listen to that one. Or if you're listening to this one after that one aired, go listen to that one next. <laughs> but we uh, really appreciate you joining us tonight on Crossfire Faith and Gaming, the podcast. As always, come stick around, hang out with us on our Discord channel. Join us on our Twitch streams, usually Wednesdays and Saturdays. But depending on schedules and whether or not I have COVID, we may not always be streaming. 
uh, or just jump on our Facebook, our Instagram, our TikTok, our Twitter, and say, hey, uh, we are real people. We would love to chat with you and hang out. And remember that you are loved, you belong, and that God values your presence here. So we will see you next time on Crossfire Faith and Gaming. God bless.